Shalom, my name is Aaron, speaking from Yerushalayim. Um, today I'm going to be talking about the Hebrew Aleph Bet, and I'm going to go through each letter in the Hebrew Aleph Bet and explain its meaning, its symbolism, its uh, numerical value, its gematria, and, um, and actually give you an original uh, pronunciation of each of the Hebrew letters. Um, the first letter is Aleph. Aleph has the gematria value of 1 because it is the first letter and it is the symbol of an ox or a bull and that's actually how it was written in original Hebrew script. Um, it is a silent letter only um, pronounced with the vowels underneath um, underneath and around the the letter according to the Masoretic uh, vowel markings. Um, the meaning of Aleph is strength. Um, it is also where the Hebrew word for a thousand comes from, thousand being Aleph in Hebrew. Um, and it's associated with with the first or unity or oneness and even a leader and it's again the meaning is a symbol of strength. Um, Beth is the second letter commonly pronounced Beth. Um, Beth has the numerical value of two. It is the second letter um, and it is the symbol of a house or a tent and the meaning of the letter has to do with the house, a dynasty, actually even a covering, and also a family or a family continuation, so on and so forth. Beth is also pronounced Veth when it does not have the Degesh or the dot in the middle of the letter. So it is both Beth and Veth. Gimel is the third letter and it has a numerical value of three. And it is um, Gimel is a cam Gamel is a camel in Hebrew, and therefore Gimel has the meaning of a travel or a journey or an exile or an exodus. And you see that, for instance, in the word Galut, and as well as other words, um, and even. Um, Gimel is uh, with without the dagesh, without the dot. It is pronounced rimel, as in a Parisian or a French R. Uh, also, it's really a Middle Eastern guttural R. Um, <clears throat> actually, common in that's how the Hebrew letter resh is pronounced in modern Hebrew. It is resh. It's rolled at the back of the throat, and that is gimel without the dot is rimel. In original Hebrew, Dalit is the fourth letter. It has the numerical value four, and it is the symbol of a door, and its meaning is a door, a pathway, an entrance, or a direction. Um, associations like lead, leading to a different place or into a different realm is what Dalit emulates by its meaning and its picture. Uh, Dalit without the dagesh, without the dot in the middle, the Dagesh in the middle, it is pronounced Valet. 
is in a, a hard th sound, like in the word these. Dalit, so it's Dalit and it's Dalit in original Hebrew. Um, he is the next letter, and He is the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet with the numerical value of five. And it is a symbol of a window, and the, the meaning is revelation and understanding, more like spiritual revelation, spiritual understanding. For example, Abraham, his name was changed from Avram to Abraham. And the he was added to make Avraham. And also, Jewish tradition tells us that that um, Yosef, when he descended into Mitzrayim, he was given the ability to speak in tongues in all the tongues of the nations. And this was a spiritual gift given unto him. And when he was given this ability, his name was changed from Yosef, meaning he will add to Yehosef, the, uh, the He was added, Yehosef, meaning yod the holy name of Hashem, was added into his name by adding the He. Um, he is pronounced H, a regular H sound. Um, wow is the next word, and yes, it sounds like the English expression, wow, wow, <laughs> it is wow. Um, pr commonly, modernly pronounced Vav, but actually originally it was pronounced as a W sound, Wow, as it is in Arabic and Aramaic. Um, it was a, in original Hebrew, it was, it was a W sound. It is a symbol of a nail and it means connection. It is a six letter, therefore has the gematria of six. Zion is the seventh letter and it has the gematria of seven. And it doesn't always follow that. For example, um, let's see, Yod Kaf is the 11th letter, and it, it doesn't have the numerical value of 11. It actually has 20. So it's not according to how it's laid out, um, as you'll see later. But Zion is the symbol of a sword or a weapon, and it means attacking or cutting off or destroying, that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> Zion is obviously pronounced as Z. A regular Z sound, and it is possible that w that with certain um, with without a dagesh, um, it was pronounced as a Z sound, as a ZH sound, if you will. Z. Um, that that is only hypothesized. It's not actually. There, I don't. I to my knowledge, there's no evidence that it is actually pronounced that way. Um, het is the next letter. Chet is the eighth letter, and it is. Um, it has uh, the numerical value, numerical value, the gematria of eight. It is a symbol of a fence, or a fence, or an enclosement. Um, it's meaning privacy, or is an enclosedness, or a boundary, even. Um, associations to Chet, or, or Chet, I should rather correctly say, are life even life or fear of Hashem, or a private chamber or a separation, things like that. Um, het is not to be confused with an H sound, and it's not to be confused with the letter Chaf, which is a distinct Hebrew letter. Het is not Chaf. It is a different sound. It's as if you were cleaning your glasses. I've heard this analogy. If you were cleaning your glasses, you would, you would blow on them. You'd, you'd go kind of like that. That's Het. It's not ch and it's not huh, it's hut.
Um, and, and that is a, a um, Middle Eastern guttural sound that you would make. The next letter is tet. Um, tet is pronounced more accurately, not as a regular T, but as a T more like on the roof of your mouth. Um, so it's not the same as a regular T, it's more like tet, not tet. Um, tet is the is a symbol of a snake or a tw or kind of like a twist. Um, it's meaning humanity or surrounding or an enclosement. The next letter yud is the tenth letter and it has a numerical value of ten. Yud is a symbol of a hand, um, and its meaning is like creation or protection or action or things related to those. Um, like the protection of Hashem, or providence, or creation, or an action, or a deed. And that's emulated by Tet being, having the symbol of a hand. Or Yod, I'm sorry, Yod having the symbol of a hand. Um, Yod is pronounced as a regular Y sound. The next letter is Kaf, which is the 11th letter, and it has a numerical value of 20. Kaf is a symbol of the palm of the hand. Um, meaning a, a power to suppress or a power to lift up or even a covering like to suppress, to lift up, to cover, to allow, that sort of thing. Kaf without the dagesh, which is the dot in the middle, is pronounced chaf as a kh sound, a hard k. Chaf. So it is both pronounced k with the dagesh and without the dagesh it is pronounced chaf. Lamed is the next letter. Lamed has a numerical value of 30, and it is the symbol of a staff. Um, and the meaning of the letter is like a leading or even a learning, um, like to learn, to teach, to lead, even like um, to lead cattle or to lead a flock or that sort of thing. Um, and it is pronounced an L. Regular L, although Middle Eastern L is slightly different from the Western um, and English L, and also from the Russian L, it's it's more of a you hear the L a little bit more. It, you make more of a clashing with your teeth when you say the L in the correct Hebrew pronunciation, the Middle Eastern manner. For example, you wouldn't say Elohim; you'd say Elohim. You'd say. It, it, you can hear the L more. Um, the next letter is Mem, which is in Gematria of 40, and it is a symbol of water or sea, meaning a sea, an ocean, or water. And associations to the letter Mem are the waters of Torah, the living waters of Maim Chaim. Um, even the Sea of Goyim, uh, the sea is likened to all the, all the nations, all the Goyim. Um, in, in chaos in that in that manner as well. And mem is pronounced as a regular M sound. Nun is has a gematria of fifty and it is a symbol of a swimming fish. And the meaning of noon is like teeming life or a teeming school of fish or life growing and sprouting forth and teeming to fruition basically. And uh, noon is pronounced as a regular N. Samech is, has the gematria of 60, the numerical value of 60, and is a symbol of a circle 
or of a support. Um, its meaning is like an endless cycle or to prop up or to support something. Um, Samech, um, as, as we know today, has no different pronunciation as Sin because there's Sheen and there's Sin. Uh, later on, the same letter, just pronounced differently, and it has it is the, a regular S sound as far as we know, and as far as we know, it was like that in original Hebrew as well. Although it is theorized that it may have had its own unique sound, a different kind of S sound, perhaps. Um, however, that would be pronounced. Um, we're not sure. The next letter is Ein. Ein is usually misinterpreted as being the same as Aleph. Aleph is just completely silent and it, and it is dictated by what vowel markings. Ayin is also silent but Ayin you pronounce by constricting your vocal cords. So if there's a vowel attached to Ayin you would say the vowel while constricting your vocal cords in kind of like a guttural gulping sound. Um, for example the word Gaza we say Gaza in English um, it's transliterated that way, but actually the word Gaza has no G to it at all. It simply starts with an Ayn. So it's it's Aza. It's not Gaza, it's Aza because of the Ayn. So you say, for example, the common phrase people usually pronounce Am Yisrael, people of Israel, is pronounced Am Yisrael because of the Ayn. It is Ayn and not Ayn. It is Ayn and not Ayn. Um, ayin is the symbol of an eye, and it means to see or to understand or to know um, or understanding or knowledge or vision, that sort of thing. And that is ayin. Pe, the next letter, um, has the gematria of 80, the numerical value of 80. It is a symbol of a mouth. And um, it means to speak or to open up or to present or opening or speaking because of the symbol of a mouth. And that's what pay means. Pay without the dagesh, without the dot in the middle, is pronounced fe. So it is both pay and fe in original Hebrew and also in modern Hebrew as well. Tzadi is the next letter. Tzadi is um, has a numerical value of 90, the gematria of 90, and it's a symbol of a hook. And it means to harvest or to gather in food or to, to fish even in that manner. And it, association sitsadi is righteousness or harvesting secrets, that sort of thing. Tzadik means a righteous one in Hebrew, very similar to the word to the letter sadi. Tzadi um, in modern Hebrew, it's pronounced as a TZ sound, like it is in pizza. Um, and it's very similar to how it was originally pronounced in Hebrew, which, which was more of like an S sound made on the top of the, on the roof of the mouth, basically. Pretty similar to the modern pronunciation of Tzadi. Kuf is, has a gematria of 100. And... Kuf is the symbol of the back of the head, and the meaning of kuf is to surround or even great strength, and even last or behind, that, that sort of thing. Um, kuf is not a K sound, 
it is rather a Q sound. It is a deep guttural K sound. You pronounce it goof, not koof, goof. Almost even some uh, Temanim, some Yemenite Jews, pronounce this as even a G sound, whereas they would pronounce Gimel as a J. Um, that's their um, personal pronunciation of Hebrew. In original Hebrew, this, this was pronounced as a deep guttural K sound. In modern Hebrew, it's just generally a K sound. Um, Resh is, has a numerical value of 200. And Resh is, the, is a symbol of a head. Um, the meaning is a head, a governor, a prince, an overseer, a boss. Uh, it's a symbol of authority or a symbol of high rank that sort of thing. Um, Reish is pronounced as it modernly is in Arabic and in Spanish. The Spanish in Arabic R is a rolled R at the front of the mouth. Um, and that's why Reish is similar to Dalit because Reish almost sounds like a D in a way when you say it. And that's why Reish is actually looks almost like a Dalit because of the similarity in pronunciation. It's a similar letter. Sheen has a the gematria value of 300. Sheen is a symbol of fire and, and even of teeth. And it, and it has the meaning of consuming or, a, or destroying, hence the fire or teeth. And, and also a sense of like a full cycle even. Um, associations with the letter Sheen are the Shekhinah, which is the divine presence of Hashem, the Most High, and also divine power and the all-consuming El, or as people who speak English will say God, which is, is actually a pagan deity, which I personally refrain from saying God, and I usually say El, the Hebrew version, El or Elohim. Um, the all-consuming Elohim, the all-consuming El, um, the Shekhinah, the divine power, this is all associated with the letter Sheen. Uh, Sheen, when the dot on the top of Sheen is moved over to the left, it is pronounced Sin instead of Sheen. Um, a Tau, commonly pronounced Tav, has a numerical value of 400. The reason why I pronounce Tav Tau is because Tav is spelled Tav Vav, or in original Hebrew, Tau Wow, because of the Vav is, was a W in original Hebrew. And so it, Tav was then not pronounced Tav, it was pronounced Tau. Tau is the symbol of a sign or a mark or a symbol itself. Um, it's, it just means a mark or a sign, or it has the association of a covenant or a seal. Um, tau is pronounced as a T, a regular T, and without the Dagesh, it is pronounced a TH, a TH. Not a hard THE as in Dalit, but a TH as in, as in um, things, the word things. Pronounced as a soft th sound. Tau is both t and th. And um, that is it uh, for original Hebrew pronunciation.
and the, the meanings of the letters. Um, a few differences in modern Hebrew dialects are in, in um, Ashkenazic Hebrew, Beit um, is, is usually pronounced base because, because the, the Beit is spelled Beit um, Yod Tav, and the Tav in Ashkenazic without the Dagesh instead of being pronounced th as it was in original hebrew is pronounced s so they will they will say things such as in certain instances when the word torah is pronounced in an ashkenazic pronunciation depending on the markings of the word torah because it varies from here to there um, sometimes it's pronounced torah or or toiro and even soiro because Tav is also pronounced Sav by the Ashkenazim, um, as opposed to Thav as it would be in original Hebrew. Um, the, the Yemenite Jews pronounced Tav as it was in original Hebrew, both T and both TH, when it, depending on how it is. In modern Hebrew, Resh is pronounced as a almost almost as a French R. It's actually a Middle Eastern guttural R. Like it was in in what like Gimel was was Gimel and Rimel in original Hebrew when it did not have the dagesh in the middle. Today in modern Hebrew, modern Israeli Hebrew, Resh is pronounced Resh it is pronounced with a guttural R sound from the back of the throat. Um, in modern Hebrew and both in Ashkenazic and Sephardic Hebrew, Kuf is just pronounced a regular K. Sadi is pronounced ch, or, or tz is in pizza. Um, I'm going backwards through the alphabet now. Um, pay is pronounced both p and ph in all dialects of Hebrew as it was in original Hebrew as well. In Ashkenazic Hebrew and in most, or at least some, Sephardic Hebrew speakers, ayin is not pronounced. Ayin is just the same as aleph. It's not pronounced. Ayn, as it was originally in Hebrew, and, and as it is in Arabic and Aramaic as well. Samech nun mem, although the same, lamed is the same. Kaf and chaf are pronounced accurately by all dialects of Hebrew today, as well as in original Hebrew, as it was in original Hebrew. Um, and uh, in modern Hebrew, um, and in Ashkenazic dialect and in Sephardic dialect, um, in most Sephardic dialect, het is pronounced chet as it, as, as it is chaf. It's not distinguished from chaf. Chet and chaf are the same in modern Hebrew, in, in modern Israeli Hebrew, and in Ashkenazic Hebrew in a lot of Sephardic pronunciation. And in all... And in modern Israeli Hebrew, and in Ashkenazic dialect, and in the Sephardic dialect, Wav is pronounced Vav. It's pronounced as a V in almost every circumstance, in, in, unless it contains the U or O vowels. Then it is pronounced accurately as a, as a W sound. In modern Hebrew, He, regular H sound, is often neglected and not pronounced at all unless it's at the beginning of a letter and even sometimes it's kind of swallowed or the beginning of a word I mean it's kind of swallowed and not really heard 
And that is that is about all. Um, there are also um, the vowels. Um, for example, chirik um, uh, is a e sound in Hebrew that's symbolized by a single dot underneath a letter and often accompanied by a yod to kind of co complete the e sound. E. Then there is the zere, and the zere is an, an a sound. It's kind of like an elongated e. It's an e sound, kind of like that. Not quite an a sound and not an e sound. It's in between. Um, there is the segol, which is a regular s sound. Um, and, and first of all, the, the zere is symbolized by two dots underneath the letter, side by side. Um, a segol, a regular s sound, is symbolized by three dots underneath the letter. The three dots underneath the letter are arranged in a triangular, in an upside down triangular shape. Patah is an ah sound in all dialects and is, and is uh, symbolized by a single bar underneath a Hebrew letter. Uh, komotz is an aw sound or an ah sound or almost an o sound. Um, in, in modern Hebrew and in Sephardic and in some Yemenite dialects of Hebrew, it is pronounced as a regular ah sound as it is in modern Hebrew. However, the Ashkenazim and many Temanim, many Yemenites, correctly pronounce this more of an O sound. It's not quite an O and it's not quite an A. Ah. It's kind of in between. It's an A ah or an O ah type sound. It's, it's kind of hard to make, actually. Then there is the, the Cholam. The Cholam is an O sound. It's represented by a single dot that is above, to the above of a vav, or it is to the above left of any other Hebrew letter. And backing up, the komatz is a, is represented by a bar underneath a Hebrew letter with a slight line. It almost looks like a, a T with an elongated head to it, if you will. Um, moving on to the to the shuruk and the kubutz are both pronounced as an u sound. Um, uh, the shuruk um, is pronounced is is usually is almost entirely w um, written along with a with a vav to make the u sound. When it is not written with a vav. And it's just a, it's a single dot on the side of a vav. When it's not written as a vav, it is written underneath a he, underneath another Hebrew letter, another regular Hebrew consonant, as three dots, um, three dots that are um, that are uh, diagonal, diagonal dots underneath the letter. Three diagonal dots. There's also the shva which is a, kind of like a schwa sound and kind of like an i. It's, it's just a i sound. For example, in the beginning of Hebrew, uh, of the Torah, I mean the beginning of the Torah, you have the word bereshit. Bereshit is pronounced, the b, 
the vowel underneath the B is a is a shva. It's be. It's just better sheath. That is a shva sound, and that is represented by two dots underneath the letter arranged in a vertical manner. A reduced segol is a regular segol, if you remember the three triangular dots underneath the letter, making a regular eh sound. And that is accompanied by a shiva. In other words, accompanied by the two vertical dots underneath the letter along with the three triangular dots. This means that it shortens the eh sound of a, of a segol. It's a reduced segol. So instead of eh, it's eh. It's a little bit shorter. That is also the same for a reduced patach. A patach is the ah sound. It's represented by just a single bar underneath the Hebrew letter, a horizontal bar. And when that horizontal bar, the patach, is accompanied by a shiva, a vertical arrangement of two dots, it is a shortened ah sound. Instead of ah, it is ah. A reduced komotz is is a komotz, which is an ah sound in between an ah and an o, and that is represented by kind of like a T shape underneath the Hebrew letter. And when that is accompanied by shiva, the vertical arrangement of two dots, it is pronounced as a shortened ah sound. It's an ah instead of a regular ah sound. And that is um, the Hebrew alphabet and all of the vowels that are represented in the Masoretic tradition um, and as far as we know pronounced as in original Hebrew. And for example, I will read to you the first verse of the Torah, which in English reads, in the beginning created Elohim, or Elohim created, the heavens and the earth. And pronouncing this in, a, in an original Hebrew pronunciation, it would read, Bereshith boro Elohim es hashomayim ve'es ho'oretz. And that is somewhat different from a modern Hebrew pronunciation, but very beautiful. It's a very deep language. Unfortunately, modern Hebrew is, is very reduced, and it's not, it doesn't carry the depth of original Hebrew. Um, and so there you have it. Um, until next time, Shalom.